1: because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK systems sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on V-CIN Prime primetime.
3: Hour two of V-CIN Prime primetime, and you know what? I've decided, hopefully, Kenny. Doesn't completely disagree. For the rollover contest, I'm taking seven with the Golden Hurricane. Tulsa plus seven at Memphis. There you go. So,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this right. So, you're going with a team that has lost four of their last five. Only win coming versus Temple. How many has Memphis one and Hold all? on. That seven number that exists, they've mm-hmm. not covered that number in any of those four losses. Okay. And I'm not saying they're not tonight. I'm just... My board's lighting up right here.
3: Bing, 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 bing. Okay. So, lock right. in the seven. They just Or all, don't. This all went away.
2: I've got a guaranteed win tonight. I'm on, and I got it at plus $2.30, that there will be a scoreless quarter in tonight's contest between the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers.
3: All right, let's uh, not waste any more time. Let's bring in our good friend, Kenny White, at Vegas on Twitter. Uh, Always love chatting with Kenny. Him and uh, Sean will be, uh, we got to figure out what's going on with Sean's uh, camera over there, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think I made some people mad in the back, man. So this is my punishment. All right, Kenny. uh, Let's get to it. Hopefully no flu outbreaks this week. That was a rough one for uh, for a best bet last week. Um, I understand it. You tell us why. Navy Notre Dame on Saturday. Um, I I hate this game uh, with a passion as a Notre Dame fan. Not not the rivalry, just this spot, this situation, neutral site. Navy as a two plus two touchdown dog here on 15.5-16, Kenny, so what do you see in Notre Dame Navy noon Eastern on Saturday?
4: Well, yeah. Let, let's go back to last week real quick, because the flu outbreak at A and M was was horrible. And then the wind and rain and weather was destructive in two of the totals I had. Uh, Washington, uh, the, we- the weather was just ridiculous. Remember, I told you last week, I didn't understand why I was dropping. I uh, didn't have that information correct. And then also Northwestern Ohio State, impossible uh, to score in that game. So, you know, I got trapped a little bit in some, you know, starting to get into this area of where so many sports are going on at one time. You really got to stay on top of everything if you're going to win at this stuff. So Notre Dame Navy in this one, you know, this is all situational play for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I love the way Navy's been playing as of late. Ken Niam- Niamatololo, one of my favorite coaches, has got his team playing well. They're 5-2 and two ATS the last seven. Notre Dame comes off the major upset of Clemson. Uh, it's a-, a great letdown spot. We bet against Notre Dame several weeks ago with UNLV. Because we said, you know what, how could it be laying 27 when they only score 26 a game? They're averaging 29 points a game now, but they're laying 16 here in this contest against the team who's going to run the football, shorten the clock, shorten the game, and make this try to drag this thing out and make it as close as possible. So I just don't think Notre Dame could score enough points uh, to cover this number. I think Navy will get in the end zone a couple of times. That leaves Notre Dame scoring 30. I just don't think they can get 30 in this football game. So. Uh, love, love Navy in the situation. Being played in Baltimore, Maryland, mm-hmm. it's going to be a neutral field, but there could be more midshipmen fans in the stands than Irish.
3: Yeah. Uh, can't disagree with the situational spot. Uh, Marcus Freeman has yet to cover as north of a two uh, north of a touchdown f- uh, favorite. Uh, he, he, they thrive as a dog and as a short favorite so far this year, not so much as a big favorite.
2: So it's hard when like, you're just learning that this thing called the Ford pass is something you can use in the game.
3: Are you talking about Navy or are you talking, talking about Notre about Dame?
2: Notre Dame yeah. and their inability to throw the ball effectively. It's hard to cover these numbers. Well, they did run for two hundred and
3: seventy on a rush defense Tim, that allows. And Tim, just yards a, another
4: game. another Notre Dame coach that doesn't cover big spreads <laughs> is the Notre Dame basketball coach Mike Bray. Oh, you going with uh, the
3: Highlanders tonight?
4: Yeah, Mike Bray has been horrible as a double-digit favorite. I, I think he covers only about thirty percent of the time. He just doesn't get his teams up for these games. He knows they're going to win. Uh, there's no motivation, and uh he does play a lot of players. So yeah, I took the points against the Irish tonight in basketball. A little bonus play. I love it. A little Radford
3: Notre Dame catching 18 and a half are the uh are the Radford Highlanders there. I would love it, Kenny. A little we weave in a little college basketball. Nothing wrong with that. Uh I don't like the uh the double dip of fading the Irish, but you know, hey, such <laughs> is life. Uh Kenny, let's get to uh, Ohio State and Indiana. This is a enormous spread of Forty, uh, but we've got a total of fifty-eight and a half that I know is uh, is more intriguing to you. So, what are we doing in Columbus on at noon Eastern on Saturday with this spread?
4: Well, the Buckeyes have a chance to cover the forty, so uh, that total at fifty-eight uh, looks awfully good to me to go over, especially now that you know the the Ohio State stats are skewed just a little bit. It was only one game, but they were not able to do anything on the offensive end against Northwestern because of the weather. So. I throw that game out. I don't use that in my stats and my median numbers. That's why medians are good as well, because it even if you didn't throw it out, it would help. But this is the number one offense in college football. Um, I, Indiana has, has played hard for Tom Allen, and he is a defensive coach. But uh, they, the defense, 68th in the country. Going against the number one offense on the road. Um, I, Ohio State could put up 45 to 50 in the first half by themselves alone in this football game. Uh, Averaging 46 a game, I think C.J. Stroud will be on point in this. I think Ryan Ryan Day is going to have his team ready. So I love the game over.
3: All right, over 58, still out there uh, there with Indiana and Ohio State. Chatting with Kenny White, looking at his Saturday plays. Ooh, Kenny, let's go to New Orleans. Last time, I believe the stat is the last time Tulane hosted. A ranked opponent was like 1940 something against LSU. Uh, they are ranked, obviously, for the first time since Sean was there in 1998, the magical '98 season. Ranked versus ranked, Tulane and UCF. Kenny, short spread here. Who's winning down that Yulman Stadium on Saturday?
4: Yeah, I, I like Tulane. Lo- love Willie Fritz and what he's done. So yeah, Sean, we're we're on. We're riding the green wave, and. You know, it's it's not just about the offense. Michael Pratt's done a nice job, and Willie Fritz has really shown he's a really solid offensive coach. But I think more than anything, it's his defense that's been so good this year. Thirteenth in the country, allowing just four point eight yards of play. They allow sixteen point nine points per game, and Central Florida is really primed for a letdown. Uh, good spot. We went against them a couple, or we were on them a couple weeks ago. Um, against Cincinnati last week. They end up still beating Memphis 35-28 on the road, back out of the road again. I, I I think it's a great spot for a letdown for them, and I think Willie Fritz's team will be up for this game, uh, and I think they'll beat them on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. I think it's a huge coaching advantage, and it's the better defense at home that I love in Tulane.
2: Kenny, when you look at UCF, how much does it change your numbers, whether it's Plumlee or Keen at quarterback, or does it matter?
4: No, that's another good point, Sean. I didn't didn't mention that. Uh, uh, Plumlee is a it's a three point drop off if Plumlee doesn't play in this football game. So, dual threat guy that's really had a great year. So there there is a drop off there.
3: That is going to be a great one. Three thirty Eastern, uh, I believe, on ESPN two. Tulane and UCF College Game Day should be there. They're not. Uh, they are in Austin, uh, which is the site of Kenny's best bet of the week. Smart man. TCU taking on Texas. TCU catching a full touchdown here against the Longhorns, Kenny. Which way are you rolling on
4: Saturday night in Austin? Going back to the well, you know, I think I mentioned uh, Sonny Dyke's name maybe on you guys' show several, several Mm -hmm. times. Uh, And I've been on TCU a lot this year. After watching his team in the first game of the year, they struggled against Colorado on the first half, and then in a giant second half. I love the adjustments he made. And his offense, the air rate offense, uh, running to perfection with Duggan at quarterback, 24 touchdowns. Just two interceptions, 9.9 yards a pass. Uh, this is one of the top offenses in the country. Um, disrespect, I think, in this game. Number two offensively, 7.4 yards a pass. They're only second to Ohio State. Uh, their defense has been good, not great, but they run the ball and pass the ball so well. Um, the disrespect factor, being 9-0 in this situation. Um, only, uh, I think it went back the last... Uh, Six teams that were 9-0 and and were a dog. Four of the six covered the spread. Um, so I'm looking for TCU here and Sonny Dykes to take this one right down to the wire against a three-loss Texas team. How,
2: how comfortable, Kenny, are you on the money line here? Or are you just going to stick with the seven?
4: I love the seven, but I'll sprinkle a little money line on this game because I think TCU's got a chance to win this straight up.
3: All right. Uh, we're I, I wouldn't say opposite sides i i like texas i have texas on a money line parlay i don't trust the seven there so you ever co- seen
2: a horn frog bite this is what it looks like
3: yeah i've seen a horn <laughs> frog place five backup <laughs> quarterbacks too
2: he's a TCU. never seen hater. a horn
4: frog ride ride a green wave <laughs> uh, nah, i'll take it
2: cotton ball tcu too lame. yeah not happening
4: all right uh kenny before we let you run
3: let's head to clemson south carolina the tigers coming off of uh a beatdown at the hands of the Irish, and they will be taking on Louisville here. Uh, interesting spot. They're laying seven. The question I pose is, what's this number if Clemson handles its business at Notre Dame? So is this a low spot on Clemson? But you're looking more sort at the total here. Uh, looks like you can get 52 and a half. What, what, what's your play here?
4: Yeah, I like, I like under in the game. Uh, Scott Satterfield and Louisville power run game. Uh, They love to run the clock, and they've they've played good defense this year. And Clemson, obviously, far better defensively, number 23 uh, in yards per play allowed, where their offense ranked number 71 in uh, offense. So Clemson, big advantage defensively here. Scott Satterfield's run game. Run the clock. Keep the score under 52.5. All right, Kenny, you got a big one tomorrow, so have a great call with Mr. King.
3: Gorman and Liberty should be a great one there. Have a great call tomorrow. We always appreciate it.
4: Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Have a great, great weekend. Stuff,
2: Kenny.
3: Follow Kenny on Twitter at KYDVegas. Vegas. He is uh his plays, just to reiterate, Navy plus the points, boo. Indiana, Ohio State over fifty-eight, Louisville Clemson under fifty-two and a half. Tulane minus the one against UCF. And his best bet, he's taking the touchdown with the Horn Frogs in Austin on Saturday night. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Rainin'. Down there in Charlotte, we'll give you a latest look at uh, the line, the total, what's expected on Thursday Night Football.
6: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network.
3: of the week visit BetMGM for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King I'm Tim Murray how you feeling I know you don't bet on your own team I don't but how are you feeling about the green wave this weekend against UCF
2: I love them good yeah I love them exciting to hear yeah great defense um we got to have a plan in the red zone. That's the one area where that UCF defense gets really staunch. So, but the environment should be good. I'm expecting, if not a sellout, close to a sellout. Uh, The city's fired up for the team. I don't feel like we're overwhelmed from a talent standpoint, and that hasn't always been the case in that conference when it comes to Cincy, Houston, UCF, and when I was there, South Florida. So, Let me ask you, as someone
3: who... Knows the quarterback position as well as you do. Mm-hmm. And you coached in this conference. And, hell, I don't know. You might have seen Mikey Keene uh, up close and personal. I actually
2: think Mikey Keene is not a bad player. So I would rather it be Plumley.
3: So that's the interesting thing. We talked to Brad Powers earlier in the week. He said he leaned towards UCF. Kenny gave out Tulane. Uh, so, you know, differing opinions is always a good thing, in my opinion. Um, Reese Plumley or Mikey Keene, you know, Kenny said he downgrades UCF 3 points. I love Kenny. Kenny's uh better with numbers than I am, but I-, I would disagree. I don't think this is a massive I don't think they're 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 two different quarterbacks obviously stylistically, right. but
2: so I'm hoping Plumley plays. Okay. I just think Plumley's inconsistency is much more significant than Keane. Like Plumley's high is higher than Keane, but his low is way lower and Tulane's good on defense. So Plumlee's the one more likely to miss a couple throws to throw the ball in the traffic, so when you have a real good defense like Tulane does, you know I want the kid that's a little more reckless with the ball. UCF and
3: Tulane should be a great one on Saturday down there at Yulman Stadium. By the way, I just played. Uh,
2: I hope I didn't play the wrong bet here. Hold on. Oh my God! I played played the wrong bet. <laughs> Can you cancel something no, online? No. Oh, my God.
3: Once you hit confirm, it's in, man. Oh,
2: man. I meant to play Radford plus the points. And you, I, I played Notre, Notre Dame. Dame minus the 18 and a half. I mean, what you can do, you could write the
3: wrong, and you'd have to, have to double bet the other side. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I. By the way, Kenny, I love you, man, but come on. Betting against Notre Dame in both <laughs> hoops and football?
2: Man. Maybe, cut, maybe I'll get lucky here. Cutting deep. Yeah, maybe I'll get lucky. Radford just got rolled by somebody. I hit the wrong side <laughs> of that. Man.
0: Jeez. Uh, oh, that's rough. That's
2: a good point. Britton made a good point. If, if Notre Dame gets off to a big start, then I can always go and take uh, Ratford plus a bigger number and hope to middle it. It um. Yeah, uh,
3: it's raining. By the way, oh uh, yeah, they they showed it down there. It is it, raining. It's
2: gonna rain like that, but it's an hour before kick too. So,
3: yeah, we still got yeah. time. Um, but it is uh, it is pouring. I'm thinking rain. about doubling down on my no touchdown bet. <laughs> I would say you got to put it in the rollover competition. No, why not? Because if it hits,
2: yeah, you win. It's over.
3: I know. Game over. You got the. Uh,
2: I'll be satisfied with my plus one ninety five. You got the score. You got
3: the got. I mean, plus two thirty. You got the, I mean, sc- you got the scoreless quarter.
2: I'll be it? fine with that. All right, because I'll go into tomorrow with three thirty, and then you know, I hit something. I'll be right back. Yeah, we we'll be Gucci. You remember yesterday when you were telling us? You know, I I dream big, dude. I dream big. You're not gonna make me feel bad. If, if you, you had just
3: maybe if you had just texted your friend and former teammate, we would know that his son know.
2: would run for three hundred yards. He didn't know. I don't even think they were at the game. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Bert Emanuel Jr. is my new favorite player. It's not easy to get to Mount Pleasant, Michigan this time of year. They weren't at the game. Man. Man, oh man, what a performance
3: there. I'll tell you what, they'll be at the game next week, that's for sure. As they should. All right, a couple, uh, couple things from uh, John Ewing uh, over at BetMGM uh, in regards to tonight. Uh, 80% of the bets on the Atlanta Falcons, minus two and a half, as a road favorite, John Ewing pointed out. This was uh, earlier in the day. Marcus Mariota, 3-8 and eight against the spread as a road favorite over his career. So this uh, just fresh from uh, John Ewing at BetMGM. 76% of the bets, 74% of the money on the Falcons. Line sitting at 2.5. Total, 42.5 down to 41.5. 61% of the bets, 56% of the money on the under- and then 33% of the bets, 17% of the money on the Panthers' money line. Man, folks are filing in on the Atlanta Falcons. Can you trust the Atlanta Falcons, Sean King?
2: I mean, when they're playing a team like uh, Carolina, Panthers. Carolina. I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure Carolina's trying to win, Tim. So, <laughs> I mean, from that standpoint, yeah, they're trustworthy. Yeah. Um, I think they have the more diverse run game in case it is an inclement weather game like it looks, so they can do more things. But, you know, their diverse run game requires a lot of ball handling. You know, a lot of put the ball, you know, in the seat for the running back, pull it late based on what the defense is doing, pitching, optioning. Like, it's tough to do that when it's a a downpour. So we'll see. Um, I'm hoping it's like a 9-6 game. I really am. (laughs) You got it. You you gotta hit the uh you gotta hit the no touchdown prop sometime. Yeah. Tonight would be tremendous. It'd be great. I think any time would be tremendous for you. Well, tonight would be better. And then we hit it again, it'd be even better. Is that
3: what when the crew comes in top of the hour, is that gonna be your play for first touchdown? Uh no.
2: Terrence yeah. Marshall. Okay. Yeah. I gotta figure out I gotta text uh But I will tell them that I have my my standing uh wager on no touchdown problem. I'm also uh dotman has got a couple plays tonight. We got the New Jersey Devils game on in studio. I All took right. them on the puck line. Uh, I also took the Carolina Hurricanes and the over. I don't see that game on as we speak, but we'll get it on here in a second. Uh Carolina playing the second of back-to-back. I think they're actually playing the rookie in goal tonight for the Canes, but he's been pretty good. So i like them tonight to hopefully get the win in a, a game that Zero zero with twelve minutes left in the first, but uh, we know in hockey it doesn't take long for them to put up two three goals when you're dealing with the kind of firepower on the ice tonight. Sebastian Aho, Connor McDavid, you know, a um, lot of a lot of firepower. Out there. I think Evander Kane of the Oilers just uh, got his arm sliced or something. Going to miss like three months or something. So I hope he's okay uh, and that heals properly for him. Um. I do have, I just wanted to look at
3: the uh, the splits here real quick because I do actually have a college basketball play that intrigues
2: me here tonight. I can't believe I put the wrong pick in. Jeez. <laughs> a VEASAN pro tip. When you're on the apps, once you hit place bet, is that a pro you can't tip? change it. So make sure, double check, check it that, three times. Is that a pro tip? Yeah. <laughs> I think Man. that's a common sense tip. Well, if I was doing it at the window, I could run back down there as long as the odds haven't changed. You know, they let me switch the ticket out. The game hadn't started, you know. But um, app doesn't even have a 1-800-HELP number. I'm going to go, uh,
3: if you want a little college basketball flavor, I'm going to go with North Dakota State tonight. Yeah, you uh, mentioned that earlier. Plus 24 and a half no at shot. Kansas. Um, why don't you worry about the school <laughs> that you didn't go to? By the way, uh, are we allowed to wear universities on the show that we didn't go to
2: first of all you went to Muhlenberg I understand and I'm... yet you cry about Notre Dame and people going against Notre Dame so I didn't don't cry. talk to me about what school it... you on. went to was there a I tier I like Illinois State a little bit tonight too
3: well, was there a tier no uh is that gonna be better than Montana or I said a little bit okay
2: why you gotta be so mean
3: you just said no shot to my bet Wordplay, you are the worst. You, you know what, Like, do you realize what I have to deal with each and every day, folks? It is just, it is, it's. Beast and pro tip: work with nice people. You know, <laughs> don't be matched up with with mean oh. former NFL quarterbacks. You can't
2: take something that I use against you and flip it around. You just I can
3: do whatever I want. Yeah, I could. Do it. By the way, did you find any of those stats? Those mythical stats. Uh, you keep saying, oh, yeah, Perry Clark's going to call in and say that I was on the team.
2: Yeah. Let's figure out how to make some money tonight for ourselves and the people. <laughs> exactly. I so, are, can I basketball. Can I know you said so? You're going to take Tulsa. I took Tulsa. Can I entice Seth. you, Tulsa, money line by chance? No. Carl Johnson, like the over. Can I entice you on the over? Uh, it's moving that way, yeah. it's over to 62 and a half. Why can't I just sit with my Tulsa plus seven for oh, the Oh, you,
3: you absolutely can, sir. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you absolutely as soon as I as soon as I gave it out, you tried to say how Memphis was this juggernaut and that magically uh Carson Strong or who was their quarterback when he when they were good down there in Memphis? Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Paxton Lynch is gonna return. Our top four. Top five too. NFL teams next.
6: This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the Sports Betting Network.
3: College basketball is underway, and now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever, with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, that includes Greg Hoops, peterson Matt Humans provide their predictions for win totals futures conference champions tournament teams and breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season the only way to get the guide is to become a Vison pro subscriber sign up now for just 99 bucks and get Vison Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl sign up at vison.com slash subscribe alongside Sean King I am Tim Murray Kenny White uh, Sean he likes Radford he does. Radford yes. plus 18 and a yeah, half. I, I hate
2: Notre Dame. Yeah, it's
3: bad. Notre Dame is an 18 and a half. Well, maybe point Notre favorite. Dame will show up tonight. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I now, now I'm conflicted because I want that You're not to happen. Conflicted? Well, Kenny gave out Radford on the show. Yeah. And you didn't listen. Uh, I clicked it wrong. Yeah. Well, that's so a, now you go with what I clicked. Well, I mean, maybe people, people listening in might have clicked Radford properly. Yeah. I like North Dakota State tonight, plus 24 and a half. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at Kansas. Uh, we have some uh, we have some business to attend to as we watch P.J. Walker warming up down there in a rainy Charlotte, North Carolina. By the way, they're wearing black, all-black uniforms. I think they might just win based
2: off of those uniforms. Man, they look sharp. What about an all-black They do look nice. They look good. Um, I'm trying to figure out how many times can uh – Carolina hurricane shoot at this bum goalie and not get the puck pass. All right. I'm back focused on you now.
3: All right. Let's, Uh, we got some business to get to Uh, each and every week. We give you our top five NFL teams and might be a shakeup this week, Sean, because uh, Josh Allen's a little, little nicked up and they just lost to the New York Jets. So we'll start from the bottom and move our way up. Sean King. So, your number five NFL team as of entering week
2: number 10, which starts tonight, is who? Well, we're going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, before you laugh at it, I mean, who am I putting the Seahawks over? I'm not laughing. The Jets, the Giants, Baltimore, Tennessee. I mean, so I think there's a lot of upside. Minnesota? Yeah, um, you know I don't love Minnesota. Um, I got the Seahawks number five. I think when you look at the weapons that they have, and I know they are young – But with Geno playing at the level he is, at some point you have to elevate him to a top 10 quarterback in the National Football League this year. Now, maybe not if you're doing a lifetime achievement award, but if we're just going how we're going to rank him in 2022, I mean, Geno Smith's a top 10 quarterback. And I think it's important to keep that at the forefront of your mind because once you get in the playoffs, that matters. He has two established elite wide receivers in Lockett and DK Metcalf. They have a young, blossoming, home run threaded running back in Kenneth Walker and a Super Bowl pedigree on the sideline in Pete Carroll. So, I'm going to buy some Seahawks stock right now because uh I still don't think they're getting the respect that they should.
3: I had a hard time figuring out number 5. Uh went back and forth and uh, I, I don't I don't totally disagree with number 5 being Seattle. They've played to that level and I'm going to begrudgingly Go with the San Francisco 49ers. Yet another injury today for the 49ers as uh, Verrett, their corner, Torres Achilles in practice. This team, it just feels like, Sean, cannot catch a break. So Jason Verrett done for the year. I still will say the 49ers have the most talent in the NFC West. Tons of injuries, obviously. Uh, but they were number five last week for me. I'm going to stick with the 49ers there at number five, uh, heading into a showdown on Sunday where they're a touchdown favorite against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, so give me the 49ers coming off a bye uh, as my number five team in the NFL. All
2: right, I'm going Bills at number four.
3: Ooh, um, wow, I, big drop.
2: Yeah, I dropped them because of this reason. I think the Jets put the blueprint on how to beat them. Now, everybody doesn't have the talent in the secondary that the Jets have, but that's the way you force Buffalo to get uncomfortable. And now that people have it, I think a lot of people are going to try and make Buffalo prove that they can win the game without the big plays. And so, you know, I thought they showed some vulnerability. Uh, We don't know how significant the injury is to Josh Allen. Is he going to miss this week? Is he not? So I have him at number four right now. So I'm not down on him. I'm just going by... Currently where we sit. Number four for me, the Dallas
3: Cowboys. And they're a five-point favorite on the road this week at Green Bay. I think this is a weird spot. Uh, I, I don't know why. I just think Green Bay might actually give them a, a run for their money. I don't know why. Uh, but that's that's the way I believe it. But we've talked about it for weeks now. Dallas has been in my top five for a long time. Rightfully so. Offense is coming together. Defense is elite. And that showdown on Christmas Eve against the Philadelphia Eagles is going to be phenomenal. Hopefully the Cowboys can lose sometime before then so I can feel a little more comfortable in my NFC East future there with the Philadelphia Eagles. But Dallas, they're playing well, man. Hard to deny it. And uh, they're number four for me.
2: I got the Dallas Cowboys three. Elite defense. Um, They're rested, so they've had a chance to get some fresh legs. Uh, Kellen Moore had an off week to – Figure out how to utilize Pollard and Zekio on Elliott on the field at the same time more often. So, I'm going to Cowboys. I'm, I'm buying Cowboys stock. Like I just, there's something about that team. There's a, there's not a sense of entitlement, but there's a confidence, and I, it's a difference than what they've been. So, I'm telling you, the Cowboys are a team to watch. I wouldn't be surprised if we look deep in the playoffs and the Cowboys are still standing.
3: I wouldn't either well, with that defense, no doubt about it. Number three for me, the Buffalo Bills, dropping from one to three, the loss to the Jets, but the more so the injury to Josh Allen. What is this injury? Is it going to linger? Could it lead to surgery, or is it something that is being overblown? We don't know. Did not practice uh, yesterday. Uh, I believe he didn't practice today either. Based off of the line, certainly feels like he's not going to play against the Minnesota Vikings. And last week, Sean, it almost felt like kind of what the Chiefs ran into in recent years. It almost felt like the Bills were bored, you know? And I don't know what's going on there. They're still a big-time team. Wouldn't be surprised if they won the Lombardi Trophy for the first time in franchise history. But I got to drop them a little bit. With Josh Allen's injury, with the performance that they had against the Jets last week, uh, I dropped them a little bit down to number three.
2: I've got the Chiefs number two. Um, this is the second time this season I've seen this. I saw it... The- A little bit earlier, but Patrick Mahomes is starting to feel the rush a little bit. He's not sitting in that pocket, you know, throwing with anticipation. He's falling back on, okay, let me extend the play and, you know, get outside and play playground football. Now, it works for him because he's super talented, but that's not how you win playoff games. So I have the Chiefs number two, still super talented. I do think they have some huge question marks if you're able to minimize Kelsey's impact on some of those other guys having to make clutch plays in big moments.
3: I also have the Kansas City Chiefs sitting there at number two, Sean, last weekend as a massive favorite. They really struggled uh, to to get things going, even though Patrick Mahomes put up 446 yards through the air, and Tennessee really did not, nothing through the air as well with Malik Willis. You have Patrick Mahomes. It feels like that's the trump card when, it, when it's all said and done. So I, I do see some holes in this Chiefs team, but still, Worthy of a of a number two spot right now, despite them losing to the Bills earlier this year. Uh, I have them just ahead of the Bills at number two.
2: Uh, I'll say this. I have the Eagles, one, uh, extremely skilled and explosive on offense in all phases, wide right receiver, tight end, running back, quarterback, uh, elite offensive line. But I will say this. If that run defense doesn't get better, Philly's extremely vulnerable. So – I have them number one right now, but they do have a deficiency that they have to figure out how to get better, and that's run defense. They're not very good right now.
3: Yeah, last week, Damian Pierce was able to go for 139 yards on them in that Houston game, a game that was tied at the half. Eagles won, did not cover uh, the, what was that? That closed 14, 13 and a half, 14, somewhere in that ballpark. Eagles won 29 to 17. So I also have the Eagles number one. You know it's it's interesting, Sean. As we sit at it and we look at our top five teams, here we are in week ten. And how many teams would you say, if they won the Super Bowl, you wouldn't be surprised?
2: Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, mm-hmm. Cowboys. I think I can get about ten. I get about ten to twelve that I wouldn't be Ravens. Surprised. The Ravens wouldn't surprise me. The Bucks wouldn't surprise me. You know, the Niners wouldn't surprise me. Like, I think the list, they're not playing great right now, but I wouldn't be surprised because I don't think there's a runaway. Bengals? I wouldn't be surprised. Once they get Chase back, I mean, they were starting to play some really good football now before Jamar Chase got injured. Vikings? I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns get it going. Like, so I, there's some teams that I was high on pre-flop that have mm-hmm. kind of – been treading water, I wouldn't be surprised if they get hot. Remember, my first three years in Tampa, mm-hmm. we went to the playoffs all three years. Uh, we went to one NFC Championship game, lost in the second round of playoffs, lost in the wild card. We started year three and four all three years.
3: We had to break taking a look at the latest Super Bowl odds where the Bills still the favorite at plus 275. 49ers at 11-1. to Ravens at 12-1. to certainly looked the part on Monday night against the New Orleans Saints defensively. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. 30 minutes away. Thursday night football. Carolina in Atlanta. Give be the latest on that next.
2: I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the
6: exactly. Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that.
5: like that, see that?
6: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out of him crying, <laughs> crying, tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. His, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember
1: what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it?
6: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is V Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on V the
3: sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, You can earn BetMGM Reward Points that you can redeem for online bonus credits, like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Reward Points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts, located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today. Take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER alongside John King, Super Bowl champ. I am Tim Murray. We've got college football on some televisions here. We've got college basketball. We've got a made field goal. Thank you very much, Tulsa.
2: Yeah, but he had a wide open guy in the end zone, and he, he underthrew it.
3: Yeah, they're not very good. So we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, Louis- Pulling for you, though. Louisiana up 7 nothing on Georgia Southern. Uh, that game just underway early in the first quarter. And we've got... Thursday night football.
2: And uh one of our followers at uh UMD Terps 08, he says in New Jersey you can cancel on the app. We got to add that to our apps. You should uh, you should move to
3: New Jersey. Yeah. By the way, here at Circa, uh looks like late money coming in on Carolina down to 2 here at Circa on mm-hmm. Carolina. A lot Still- of
2: people betting on a 9-6 game.
3: <laughs> i'm pulling for you man that'd be that'd be uh that'd be wild to see the no touchdown come home 125 to 1 at bet mgm for no touchdown to be scored here tonight we'll give you our first uh, touchdown prop bets coming up top of the hour when the crew joins us uh we do need to uh need to get on derek where where are we headed
2: yeah we need to make this yeah we need to put this back on. Also, it.
3: where's our where's your cigar? Where am I? Yeah, where's my one?
2: Real, real lax,
3: right? Yeah. Britton, you're part of it too, man. I mean, come on. Pay up. Sh- show Pay. some leadership, Britain. Pay up. Get this thing going. I mean, you know, we won. You know, we we won su- we won Survivor, you know?
2: And don't bring no 7 Eleven whatever in here, because no offense to 7 Eleven, by the way, that some of the best uh Slurpees in the world, but you don't go there for cigars, so. Or wine. Yeah. I mean, you can probably find
3: some wine there. That's fine. All right. Uh, you wanted to mention something about Jeff Saturday. I did. All right.
2: What is uh What is on your mind about Coach I Saturday? I am a huge fan of Jeff Saturday. Really? And I don't know if you've gotten a chance to see his press conferences. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to succeed, fail. If I had a you know, couple billion dollar business, I wouldn't put anybody in charge of it that's never had any experience doing it. But I'm saying I like his energy. I really, really like his energy. Like He's not backing away from the criticism, the critique. He's embracing it, as I would anticipate a former player should. Now, whether he has the schematic acumen or the managerial cachet to make it all manifest itself in success on the field, I don't know, but I love the way he's handling himself. I love it. Absolutely love it.
3: Zach Kiefer, who covers the Colts for the Athletic, put out this tweet today. He said, Heard the first Colts practice with Jeff Saturday was a bit more spirited than usual. At one point, Saturday stopped practice and made the offense restart a play and had screwed up. Once they got it right, he shouted, Now, now do that bleep the way that way the first time. <laughs> what?
2: Sometimes you need a new standard, a new expectation, um, and a new voice. The The problem is in that league, you need new players sometimes because the players are good on the opposition. So it's not like you're taking a college job and, you know, you get Vandy this week or you get Hawaii, you know, it's like, they're playing what the uh, Raiders, the Raiders, which is yeah money coming. Well, they're Bi- basically getting Hawaii or or <laughs> or Vandy. By the way,
3: version. I'm just saying money coming in on the Colts. Now I think injuries have something to do with the line movement here too. So it's down to four and a half.
2: From, I got a question from for you.
3: six and a half.
2: Yeah, I got a real question. The floor is yours. Josh McDaniels inherited a playoff team. That's true. Like, this wasn't a normal coaching change, you know, where the team's coming off a 2-15, you know, 4-13 and 13 campaign. You know, they got a top five. Like, the Raiders were a playoff team. Right now, Tim, they have the third pick in the draft. They should
3: just be happy that they didn't give up this year's draft pick for Devontae Adams because they only gave up a first and a second last year. <laughs> Imagine if the Packers held their draft pick this year. I'm almost surprised that they don't. <laughs> Um, by the way, uh speaking of a new coach, um, did you happen to and I tweeted it out and it's actually in my write up on vison.com Did you see Cadillac Williams? He was excellent. After the, the post game
2: post game? Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. I texted him. I was like, great stuff. Uh learn how to put a period at the end of the sentence. Like it was too long. It was long. But, it was a little long. The energy was terrific. So And I think he would actually, if given the opportunity He'd have to hire the right coordinators, but I think he'd be somebody that could get Auburn back to the level that they want to ascertain.
3: So all week – Auburn, by the way, if you're wondering, is hosting Texas A&M this week. And all week, Auburn has been putting out these videos from Cadillac Williams, the interim head coach, about just his love for Auburn. It's going to be a sellout on Saturday night there on the Plains. You've seen line movement towards Auburn from minus two, or sorry, from plus two to minus one and a half. I could be way off here, but I feel like, especially they were down twenty-four to six at the half mm-hmm. against Mississippi State on the road. They took the lead, Sean, mm-hmm. before ultimately falling. And then in that post-game, you know, speech that he gave his team, he said, "This one's on me. I made some mistakes, but I love, you know, I love the energy." I'm paraphrasing here. I. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like that Auburn team is going to do everything in its power to play as hard as possible for Cadillac Williams. And I I just, where is Texas A&M right now? They've lost. Both these teams have lost five games in a row.
2: No one wants Jimbo to not win another game to me more than me.
3: So, I just, I love the situation for for Auburn. I mean. Texas AM started the year sixth in the country, and they're now three and six, Sean. Mm -hmm. And Auburn has this opportunity in front of them to, you know, it's it's a home game, it's a sellout crowd, it's a night game. I think you're going to get Auburn's best effort on
2: Saturday night. I agree. I just think there are better games, more trustworthy teams. (laughs) I love the story. Cadillac's my boy. I'm pulling for him. If you're out there and you're Auburn, uh, influencer whether it be booster whether it be athletic department whether it be on campus listen I think Cadillac would do a great job I really really do well I hope it uh,
3: starts on Saturday with the win because that would win me some
2: cash yeah and, and I think there are a lot of older coaches that will come in and mentor him the first year just from a I mean, that's a massive program, so there's a lot that goes into that. You know, he's going to have the okay budgets and all kind of things, you know, so to help with maybe some of the the that aspect of it. But, I mean, as far as the evaluation of the players, you know, the motivational aspect, the leadership aspect, you know, the buy-in. Like, I know one thing. I, I've known Cal like, for quite a long time. He's 100% Auburn Tiger. Yeah. Yes. Like, he lives and dies it, and – uh I think that's what they need. Well, I hope. Uh, I hope for him.
3: It starts on Saturday in front of a sellout crowd. Gets a win. I, I might or might not have uh, lines and pox, pox,
2: Dude, you can't even spell analytics, man. Stop going by. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Kick the field goal. Can you, can you text Kick him? Kick the field goal. My co-host wrote it up for vcin.com. He needs you Uh, he needs you to come home on Saturday. Get that win. Let's do it. Uh, latest line, by the way, Falcons lay in two and a half at BetMGM. Minus 150 on the money line. A total of 41 and a half as we are about 15 minutes away from kickoff. The crew will join us. Derek Stevens, owner and CEO of Circa Sports. And Circa will join us in studio real quickly as we go to break. The San Francisco 49ers dealt another blow as Jason Verrett tore his Achilles in practice. That was a tough one. Uh, They announced it today. So Verrett out for the remainder of the season. And uh, Verrett's injury came within a couple hours of Kyle Shanahan expressing optimism that Verrett would be active for the first time on
2: Sunday night against the Chargers. Yeah. They've been bit by the bug. That injury bug, man. It's... Man, I feel like from training camp on, like every time, or at least every other week, somebody from San Francisco got a major injury. What will be our first
3: touchdown prop bets? No. All of that, we will talk about it when the crew joins us in studio. Derek Stevens, Wilbo, and Banksy. It is V-CIN primetime.